Hey guys, welcome to The Scoop, where we have real locker room talk with real athletes and coaches. I'm your host, Perfect Purvis, and joining me is Athletes Forum CEO, Jamal Clay. And today we have two guest hosts, so we're mixing it up for you guys. We're going to do a real, you know, like show type of show, you know, roundtable platform. First up, we have Philip Gamble. Philip Again, I'm not going to go too much into this man's background, but if you have ever played football in Germany, you probably know who this guy is. I like to call him Gigi because that's what he writes everywhere online. So, Philip, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. Next up, we got another one of my favorite players to watch in Europe. Germany is where he's at currently, but I've seen him play all over. Paul Morant. The thing about Paul is uh, you're one of those guys from that Virginia type area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which y'all don't know. And again, I'm going off script. There's no script really. But there's a lot of cats from Virginia out in Europe doing their thing. And Paul is one of them. And I remember after meeting him or talking to him and doing like interview type stuff. And then all of a sudden I just start seeing people from his area just start popping up and populating, you know, like you see one and all of a sudden you start making the connections because they're connected, they're connected. And Mm -hmm. Paul, one of them guys, you know, putting on for Virginia. What's the area code? Is it 707? Uh, Five, seven. You can't ever get that wrong, man. There you go. Seven, five, seven. Man, I'm from the 409. You're bred dogs, uh, though. You're bred in the Texas. dogs. Though. So I don't, I don't even know about that. But Virginia, yeah, there you go. Well, welcome to the show, Paul. Goddamn. Sorry. Glad to be here, man. Glad <laughs> to be here. If y'all hear me cursing, that's just because I get too relaxed out here. We've been having a good time. Get too amped up. Too amped up. So uh, today we got great show. We're going to talk topics. These two guys, they want to talk about some stuff. Me and Jamal, we got some things we want to get off our chest. We want to let you guys know. As always, we're going to keep it real. First up, again, I feel like sometimes we talk about money a lot. This isn't about money. This is about opportunities. We want to talk about career opportunities for imports in Europe outside of football. You know, a lot of guys come to Europe to play football. Obviously, that's the number one. That's the dream. But, you know, financially, there's other things you can do to, you know, increase your your wealth, increase your, you know, take home pay or whatever your goal might be. But there's a lot of opportunities out here, but not everybody understands, you know, what you're prepared for, what you can get done and how you can do it. So I want to talk to you guys about that today. And uh, Philip, I'll actually let you go first, you know, with you being so experienced in Europe and actually living here and, and having an outside career from football. So just tell us a little bit about some of the opportunities that you see for imports when it comes to creating a career outside of football out here. Well, yeah, basically it just goes back to, you know, whatever country you're in, you know, Germany, you know, France or Finland or whatever, um, you have to, you know, adapt to that culture, um, learning the language, learning how the people do whatever. Um, the same here in Germany, I'm dealing with German people. And um, so therefore I have to speak a little bit of German. And, um, you know, I kind of took that you know, to heart because I, when I figured out that I'm going to be living here, you know, for the time being, I had to you know, involve myself in the culture, learn the language a little bit, market myself, because, you know, as as imports here, we, we kind of have to kind of think at as we are our own company, basically. You know, we're getting hired, um, basically, to come over here and, and help out teams. So therefore, we kind of have to have that mindset, you know, as Americans or anywhere you come from, you have to have that mindset as in you, you are your own company and how are you are going to branch out 
and to do different things. And that's just basically what I did um, teaching English. I mean, my mother tongue, so it's easier for me. And I was, that's mostly the, the thing where you really won't find a job as an American or maybe an English speaking person um, unless you put the time in and find these English speaking companies that are going to take you, you know? That actually, that reminds me, just throwing in here a little bit, guys. But Paul, you're in Brazil, right? At one point. Uh, now now I'm in no. Germany. No, but not Brazil, now, but at one point. Yeah. You played in Brazil, yeah. right? So I'm yeah. talking, I'm, I'm connecting with you a little bit because I think you understand this. When I was in Brazil before, like people wanted to learn English. So like, yeah, that, most, that's, yeah. it was a huge deal. And I know like if you were in Brazil, like as soon as you start speaking English, man, it's a whole nother world how much people love you because you're speaking English. Yeah, Just to yeah. throw out a weird antidote here. One time I lived in Brazil and a guy was paying me per hour to go hang out with him at his house. Every week he comes to <laughs> me up take me to his crib and we would just chop it up like no formal teaching or anything we literally we sit around talk about stuff and just and he had good english but he wanted to practice it and get better and we just talked like i didn't ever like correct him or say oh that sounds weird i was like because he, he had really good english in my opinion but he said that he had no way to tell because he didn't have anyone to like talk to in english that, that's sometimes would be the issue like when you in your home country, but you know English, you're not just going to speak English with the people of your own country. You're going to speak that language. So, like, that's why they come out and they be like, when they get that chance to speak English, they take advantage of it and they speak it. Even though you may try to, like, down there is trying to speak Portuguese to them, you know, and they know I'm English, you know, I'm American, so they don't speak English. But, like, when I try to say it, they'll cut me off and, like, put this in English. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Put it in English. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I was trying. But, I mean, we want to speak English. We can do this, man. All right, let's go. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's that's the main difference. You got to be a, adaptable. You know, that's that's just what it is. You know, like what Phil was saying, you got to look at it as your own business. Have a plan. Like, if you if you're not sure, it's not like you need to have a plan right away because sometimes it doesn't happen like that right away. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure he didn't have a plan when he first came out. He was like, I'm gonna stay out here. For as long as I no, no one had that point. <laughs> no, no one exactly. got that point. <laughs> but if y'all exactly. watching this or if you're listening to the scoop, now you know you need to get a pen, a plan. Go get you a pen and pad, goddamn. Get y'all have a, a plan. I have a guys. slight plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially these young guys, because I mean, they starting younger now. You know what I'm saying? They starting to come out here a little bit younger. They're not like 24, 25, hey, 22, 23. Coming out now, so it's like have a slight plan, but don't be discouraged if it don't work out the way you wanted to. Just keep your mind focused and and going. You know what I'm saying on what you got to do because if you're adaptable, you there's there's no telling where you can go. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you learning the languages, if you really are connecting with the people in whatever country you're in, trying to get the culture down and everything, man. That makes it so much easier because you have a better understanding of what to expect, what's going on. And it just makes you that much more wanted, you know, in a way, just wanted like, I, I want this guy with me. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want to have this guy around because he actually is like, he takes that time to really learn about the culture, learn about the company, learn about the people, learn about how, you know, here, how Germans can be. I feel no. <laughs> <laughs> and, Let you me know, uh... just be in the schedule. Let me, no, let me ask y'all this. 
outside, like, if you're not, like, coaching or working with the organization, what are some of the career opportunities out there? You want to go first? Or you well, yeah, um, I could go. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, English out there. I mean, most of the people that are coming over are English. Um, they're out of teaching. Like I said, what I do, going into different schools, having the kids basically overcome their fears of speaking English. And what I kind of tell most of these kids here, when they have to speak three or four languages already in their curriculum, we're, as Americans, we only have to speak English. That makes us look, you know, a little bit lazy, I would say. I mean, just how our school system is set up. Yeah. And um, and I kind of tell people that um, there's jobs out here for English speaking people. You just have to go look for. Them. Hey, real quick, just to cut you off real quick, just go off that point. The one thing I respected about being overseas is that Europeans just in general, no matter the country, take the time to actually learn multiple languages throughout their whole duration of school. So it's not like in America where it's like, you know, we'll teach you French, we'll teach you Spanish, but you only need like a year or two of it. Like, no, you're taught multiple languages throughout your whole educational career, so to say. That's one thing that I definitely respected about Europeans and kind of wish that hand we up, had that. Hand up, hand up. Yeah, okay, well, I, we, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know from the get, you know, I respect that all and too, but let's not get this confused, guys, because this is what happens a lot is we talk about Europe as a whole, like it's one thing, yeah. and then we compare it to the United States, which is one thing. What you have is look at how big the United States is where everyone's speaking English. Every state speaks English. In Europe, every country speaks a different language. So yeah. they have to know multiple languages. Think about in just thinking in terms. English is almost in, a neutralizer, though. In a six-hour trip in Europe, you can go from Italy to Switzerland to France to Austria or even Germany. You can go to five different countries that are within a six or seven hour radius. And how are you going to communicate? You have to prepare those kids for that because they are going to do that. My child can be born in Texas. And I mean, they might have learned a little bit of Spanish, but most likely they could travel that whole country their whole life and never yeah. have to speak have another to speak language, language yeah. because of where they're located. So the European school system is built for that. And it makes sense. I'm not trying to know come at nobody, but as an American, we get people tell us about this all the time, you know, and like you said, Philip, sometimes they say, oh, well, you know, y'all are lazy for not learning multiple languages. I disagree. And I think that we, we all need to look outside ourselves. Europeans also need to look over here and realize what we have going in the States. And we also need to look at Europe and be like, yeah, if I lived in Europe, I was born in Europe, I would definitely want to know two or three languages. I want to know my home country language, the country closest to me that I probably go to the most often, and obviously English to bind everybody. Now, if I live in Texas, I'm not going to force my kid to learn multiple languages. They're probably going to go their whole life and be able to and be fine with English. So I'm not going to force them to do that. And it, it doesn't really make sense to force them. But well, so, now that we about. have this, this generational divide now, now people are going across the seas more often. So, yeah. you know, 15, 20 years ago, it made sense in the United States. Everybody learned English. But yeah. now you might want to have a second, you know, language. Maybe don't make it Spanish like I did. Yeah, that's and the, 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 that's the they don't speak any type of Spanish. because Especially when we're up. talking about like having value. Obviously, the more you know, the more opportunities you're going to have, especially when it comes to just careers in general or, you know, employment in general, because you're going to be more valuable uh, to the company or wherever you're working, wherever you're working. That's the change now. Nowadays, that's that's really the change is with how many people are 
businesses being incorporated and tied together with Europeans and uh, European countries over to like China, Japan, all that stuff. If you, it's not about the really so much as forcing the people trying to do it, it's just to expand their knowledge because it's not going to hurt them. If they know, you know, that might be something that maybe if you, like you said, if you're born in Texas, you learn Spanish, it could benefit him. No yeah. matter if, if he goes to visit Mexico, if he goes to visit Spain, you know what I'm saying? Like little things like that can be tied in because if you think about these languages, they are all tied in together, especially like with Spanish, Portuguese, French, Italian, Latin. They all, they all, yeah, they all got that Latin background. So all of it can yeah. come tied together and they don't even have to learn that much difference. You know, Portuguese is, I mean, it's, it's tough, tough, though. It's like a mixture of French. That goes like a mixture <laughs> of French, Italian, and bro. That was like one of the hardest languages that I had to learn because it was just, I re- would remember some of the stuff they would say and I'll put it with the Italian that I knew. And then like, they'll say one word and I'll be like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> All right, like, we got to stop this conversation. <laughs> bro, I, don't, I don't know. What is that? I try. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like that. But if we're definitely putting into the guys that's coming over here to really try to learn the languages and coming up from the younger ages, because as they're they're younger, they learn better. When you start to get older, you get a little more stubborn. I ain't trying to do this. I ain't trying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to do this. Once you get older, I ain't trying to do this no more. I ain't trying to learn. I ain't trying to learn. The best time to do it is when they're younger. Like I took four years of German in high school, but it can't it come back to me every now and then here. But I mean, I took 10 years off from it because I was like, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm in America. Yeah. I'm like, right. Let me ask you this. because I'm, I'm with three guys that currently are living in Europe, working in Europe, Finland, Germany, Germany. How good is your German or your Finnish or wh- whatever language you have to speak? Perfect, maybe in the service, you're not really in the, the corporate side of it, I guess. But like Philip, where you're, you're teaching or Paul, where like. You know, your coaching stuff. Like, obviously, you guys are living over there. How good is your language now? Hey, Purvis should be nice with his now, man. He's been out there long <laughs> No, If he ain't speaking it fluently, bro, we gonna have an issue. No, 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 no. Don't y'all get me twisted out here. First of all, first of all, if you find me somebody that has lived in Finland for a certain amount of time and they can speak Finnish fluently, hey, hats off to them. But also, if you can find somebody that can go to a country where everyone speaks English and then they learn language anyways, that is the double cross sword with certain countries. And I can give you just my quick recap now. When I was in Italy, I never learned Italian because everybody was speaking English around me. So there was no like need to. When I was in Switzerland, I never learned German. I learned some phrases. Viernet. It's a dialect anyway. It's not even like the real language. (laughs) Viernet, (laughs) Sierra Feel or something like that. Something about like you look good. I don't know. But I didn't have to (laughs) because everybody spoke English. So there was nothing like making me learn it. I lived in Portugal. I lived in Brazil twice. And both times I learned Portuguese to the point that I was speaking it almost fluently. I actually tricked somebody into thinking I was Brazilian. I told them I was American. They didn't believe me. I had to pull out my card because they said my Portuguese was good. But again, there was no English. I had to do it. I had to learn Portuguese in Brazil because no one spoke any English. Now, in Finland, I've been here five years now, and I've rarely had to use my Finnish. I know a certain amount. I can read and understand some of it. 
but I don't carry on finished conversations because these kids learn English through primary school, school going up. By the time they're adults, everybody has conversational English. And when it comes to communication, you have to find common ground. If you can speak my language and I can't speak yours, then we're going to speak my language. And that's just where I've been here in Finland. So I haven't had to necessarily speak it, but I am a level two certified in Finnish of knowing how to speak it. And I'm certified to teach English if I want to. You know, I did that because, you know, you got to do it. But I'm speaking English on the regular, on the regular. But I can say a couple things. That's So that's my spill, man. It's not about me. It's about y'all. Give them say something. Yeah, um, with me, I'm, I'm a B spy. So B spy is like middle, not business so much. I can, you know, hold a conversation. You know, for me, it's like, you know, I'm always scared to say something wrong or something like this. But, you know, most of the time I kind of take it back. The, the same people, they're scared to speak English because they're scared to say something wrong. But I was like, I understand what you're trying to say, just like they understand what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get that to use like hand movement. Things like that. So, um, yeah, it's it been on the beast spy yet. Hey, look, I ain't, I ain't like I ain't no beast beast spy or whatever, man. I'm like I'm in my Duolingo. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to. Uh, what I want to do is is take the course to get that certification. Of it. I mean, I know a good like a good amount. It come back to me here and there. I understand more than I can speak. You know what I'm saying? That's always always be the case you know every country i'm in like i learned the language pretty well but it's like like you said i don't want to say it wrong and then you know sometimes they they'll look at they know you're saying it which is sometimes why i hate some how, how they act sometimes it's like they know what i'm trying to say but then they make it all difficult maybe because i yeah i said like the said like a letter or something kind of wrong and they'd be like what what i'm like and then i say it and then they say it and i'm like bro like we basically just said the same exact thing. You just same, said with an German yeah. accent. I got an American accent. I can't change that. The one thing <laughs> that I think is crazy when it comes to language that we in English, with English being a language that was you know brought from another country and then we Americanized it. We all have those like accents. Like there's a word I can say the 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 like I can and everybody's gonna understand that I'm saying the or the. It's the same yeah. word. In most languages, if words are pronounced like that, they're totally different. Like you don't yeah. you don't slightly mispronounce it. That's the issue with fin- Finnish that I have is that you can't make a mistake. Like you just said, Paul, if you make a mistake, the language is so strict and it's taught so well from the younger ages that, you know, people don't make mistakes. They don't have the large amount of immigration like we did to start the language up, you know. So people didn't have accents from day one. So you're taught exactly how to do it. So everybody knows how to say it. Like here, even when immigrants learn the languages, you can always, a Finnish person will always say, yeah, I can tell they're not Finnish because of the way they say the words. But at least they say them right. And they look at me and they're like, you need to just give it up. Okay, okay, all right, I'll just speak English. Uh, That's that's just one thing that I really think the language is, is, English is an easy language in general. Because it's it, so easy, it adapts with you. You can say stuff and it doesn't have to be right. And you can still speak English. It's the same thing with the grammar. You know, you can say, I don't see, or I see not. 
and people will understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, you can't do that in other languages if you nah, don't nah. say the Phil, words Phil, in the right order. Nothing. Hey, Phil, Phil, no, like, hey, the one thing I I can't stand is trying to figure out the dare de das man. <laughs> oh, and all of them mean the. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. of them mean the, bro. But they can all mean differently. Like you know what I'm saying? You just gotta, the, if, if you say like from, a, a das das something. They go look at us what to say. Oh, it's D. I'm like, <laughs> I wish y'all would just say uh man. Like the is so simple. You know what I'm saying? Like the English is so simple. They, some people say, like, oh, English is so hard. I'm like, bro, English is not that hard, honestly, because we don't gotta have so many words to say one. Yeah. Like, the thing with English is you can have a lot of words to say one, but everyone kind of accepts whatever you say. So it's like you can be a thesaurus if you want to, but once you learn one word, you're good. You don't have to learn them all. In these other languages, you need to know what word for every situation. You know, I can say add or I can say plus. But if I learn add, I don't have to say plus no more. I can just say add every time and people (laughs) will understand me. But in these other languages, those you can't do that. They're very strict. I think original languages. I think English is not an original language. I think it was people like, shoot, let's just ride with this because this is easy. And we everybody picked this up and we could just keep going. But the rest of these languages are built from their cultures from the ground up. They have their specific rules. And what I would say to anybody listening to this, because we're going way off topic. We're mostly just talking language now. So <laughs> this episode is going to be discussing language instead I'm of understanding each other. Understanding <laughs> each other, communication. <laughs> But what I would say to anybody who's trying to maybe learn a language or pick it up or, you know, utilize their English to help someone else learn English is learn the rules of the language. I know a lot of people think, well, if I get my vocabulary up, vocabulary is, you know, memory, what a word means, blase, blase. But if you know why, like the sentences are structured and why certain words are placed where they are, it'll actually make it a lot easier for you to just add vocabulary later. And, you know, like in English and even in like Spanish, when I learned Spanish, we were taught phrases a lot of times and it worked because in casual like Spanish and Hispanic culture, everybody uses, you know, phrases like como estas, que paso, stuff like that. Muy bien, muy bien. Muy bien. You learn phrases <laughs> and it fits. But in most other languages, the phrases depend. Like here in Finland, you can't just say what's up. Like there's seven ways to say it because it depends on who who you're talking to. So I can't teach you how to say what's up. That'd be dumb because I'd only teach you how to say what's up to Paul, but not how to say what's up to Paul or Philip. And then when you see both of them, you say what's up and everybody looks at you like, ain't from here. That's that. So (laughs) just try to learn the rules. The rules is the hardest part. Like learning what a word means is just memory. We're all going to be able to do that eventually. You can get memory cards for that. But learning why the words are the way they are, try to find someone who knows, who understands grammar, and it'll make everything easier because you'll be able to take that from country to country because every country has different grammar rules, but almost all countries have the same vocabulary when you think about it from a large scale. So, yeah, yeah, we're going to end that because we've been rambling for about 20 minutes about language. And we're going to move on to the next segment and try to get this show going in some type of orderly fashion, guys. This is too much fun. On the scoop, we have too much fun. That's all that is. <laughs> have you checked out Kano's Ready to Wear collection? It's Kano's top-notch quality, but it's team wear made custom for you and your team. 
so you can rep your squad now. All right, that's it for us today on The Scoop. Keeping the locker room talk real as always. I want to thank our guests, Paul Morant, Philip Gamble, for kicking it with us today, talking about these topics. And I wish you both best of luck going forward. And more than just your football careers, obviously, we're all more than just sports. So just want to wish you guys the best going forward in whatever you decide to do. Jamal, what you got for him? Hey, man, appreciate y'all coming on. This is the first roundtable we had on Scoop with multiple guests. So, again, appreciate y'all going on. You know, just real quick before we head out, Phil, Paul, you know, just tell us anything you got going on, any shout out you want to give, you know, anything you need to get off your chest before we end this. Hey, look, man, all I want to do is say shout out to my moms, man. That's all I want to do right now. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to my girl. Shout out for, you know. 757. man. Yeah, you know, it's 757 on the map. We already, you know? <laughs> hey, look, we ain't ever letting them go nowhere. But, you know, just shout out to every organization that gave me the opportunity to uh, get better, you know, help the team. And go, we're trying to go for more, man. Thank God for every opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I give a shout out to my family back home, back in Bainbridge, Georgia. So you guys got 757. <laughs> we got the 229. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> we got the the punt pass kick. You're coming out just what we had in America. Um, we want to just have you know kids start at a young level, learning how punt pass and kick. Um, I think that could be really big for the European culture. Of course, me and Paul is going to work together in the future. So you know, it's just just coming together. Everybody working together. Hopefully, everybody can come together like we did today and just share ideas and go from there. But sure, definitely. Big things in the future, man. Big things in the future. All right, guys. Thanks for watching the show on YouTube or listening on your podcast outlet. Be sure to subscribe to Athletes Forum YouTube channel or American Football and Finland's podcast to catch the scoop each week in either video or audio format. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Scoop AF, on Instagram at Athletes Forum, and on Facebook at Athletes Forum. Also, by following us on these channels, you have a chance to win Teamwear swag provided by our sponsors at KNOA. So be sure to follow the instructions in the description below, down there, or in the written in description in the podcast. All right? <laughs> and that's it for us this week, guys. Appreciate it. See you next time.